all-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Jaguars are future focused. This is Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and pride of the Jaguars, Fred Taylor, bring you highlights and analysis from today's game. Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC, is brought to you by Farrah and Farrah, Baptist Health, and by TIAA Bank. Now, to get things started, here's J.P. Shadrick. And welcome in. It's Jaguars postgame after a Jaguars loss in Week 10 in Kansas City. Final score, Chiefs 27, Jaguars 17. J.P. Shadrick with Mike Dempsey. No Fred Taylor this week. He'll be back with us in two weeks. The bye week's coming up this week, and then uh, the Jaguars have the Ravens coming up at home. But today, some missed opportunities for the Jaguars. We've got plenty ahead. Bucky Brooks standing by outside the Jags' locker room. We'll hear from head coach Doug Peterson after his media address after the game at Arrowhead. Jags had those opportunities. They had the onside kick on the opening kickoff. They covered it, had to punt. They recovered a fumble on the next drive, had to punt. They couldn't get anything going offensively. Early in the game, Kansas City started chipping away, getting down the field. The Jags missed a couple field goals in key moments, couldn't keep it close. Could have been 2013 at halftime. It wasn't the insurmountable lead at half, and Jags just couldn't find any traction offensively when it really mattered today. I mean, JP, if I told you, you get an onside kick, you'll recover it. You'll win the turnover battle three to nothing in this football game. Trevor Lawrence will complete just about 75% of his passes. Won't turn it over at all. Throw for a couple of touchdowns. Christian Kirk will have 100-plus yards receiving and a couple of scores. How big did we win by? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they squandered it. They they had a lot of opportunities. They couldn't really do much with the ball. We talked about it at halftime in the first half, and then they missed the field goals, which, you know, you, you, you're taking opportunities to get points off the board there. Rather have touchdowns, but at least make the kicks when the opportunity's there. And then Cam Robinson on the opening drive of the second half cost him four points, getting downfield like he didn't know the play. Trevor Lawrence had a touchdown to Evan Ingram. That would have been his ultimately three touchdowns in the game passing for him. And, and Cam Robinson's in the end zone blocking somebody. And it was, you know, the look on Trevor's face was like, what are you doing? What happened? Right. What yeah. happened there? And, uh, you know, that's just a, a self-inflicted wound that cost him four points right there. This is a game they lost by 10. Four points on that play. Two missed field goals. That My math's fuzzy, but that's more than 10 right there. The Jags, again, another game they could have won. 
but they didn't win. Uh, and they got really nothing out of the running game today, which uh, made the fact that they were able to hang around that much more impressive, I suppose. Kansas City spreading the wealth today offensively. Four different players caught touchdown passes in the game. Kelsey, Valdez-Scantling, Tony, Gray. I mean, guys, a couple of those guys had not had one all season long. Uh, of course, they had a receiver out today. They've They've got some... They're just kind of picking their poison today, and they uh, spread it around enough, and Mahomes uh, worked some of the run game in there with a handoff to Tony at one point. Pacheco added up 82 yards on 16 carries late in the game, and then uh, they found Kelsey when it mattered on a couple of those big catches late in the game as well. So, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, Mahomes goes for 331, four touchdowns with an interception, uh, rating of 129.6 in the game, and – uh, there you have it. They're the best passing offense in football, but it's not like they're going for 80-yard touchdowns. They were just chipping away no, all day long. But but JP, they did it without Miko Hardman the whole game. Juju Smith-Schuster goes out very early. So you're talking about your top two wide receivers on this football team. Travis Kelsey was held in check for a good portion of this football game. So all this is happening, and the Jags can't take advantage of it. And, you know, they, they forgot to cover Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And Kadarius Tony had his best game of the season, probably his second best as a pro at this point. Jarek McKinnon, we talked about him in the pregame. You know, he was questionable to play, got downgraded as the week went along, came in and caught six passes today. Uh, that's more his role. And they let Isaiah Pacheco go for five yards of carry on a team that couldn't run the ball at all in recent weeks. So, um, a lot of things went right. A lot of things went wrong, though, for the Jacksonville Jaguars today. Plenty to come on Jaguars postgame. Bucky Brooks standing by outside the Jaguars locker room. He'll visit with Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson after a Jaguars loss today in Kansas City, 27-17. The final score will uh, keep you posted on some of these other games going on. The Bills and the Vikings, what a game that is. Two uh, really good football teams, 27-23 the score. The Bills have the lead. It was fourth and goal at the one, and Minnesota trying a quarterback sneak. And at first call, he's down short. Kirk Cousins short of the goal line. That's the call on the field. They'll take a look at that. We'll keep you posted on some of these other games as well. So plenty ahead. We'll come back in a moment and uh, continue to recap this one. Another frustrating day at the office for the Jaguars today. It was at Arrowhead in Kansas City. 27-17 missed opportunities. Not enough offense when it mattered, and the Jaguars fall to a record of 3-7 and seven on the season. This is Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Jaguars postgame is presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Final score in Kansas City. The Chiefs 27, Jaguars 17, J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, no Fred Taylor this week. Bucky Brooks standing by at Arrowhead. We'll get with him right outside the Jaguars locker room. He'll visit with Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson coming up after the head coach visits with the media after the Jags' loss. Some missed opportunities early in the game. The Jaguars trailed at half 20-7. to They had missed a couple field goals. And then uh, later just couldn't find enough offense to get it done to get over the top today. The uh, Chiefs led throughout. It was a 20 nothing lead at one point. And, of course, they end up winning the game by 10 today in Kansas City. Now a 7-2 and record for the Chiefs. The Jags now 3-7 and on the year. And the Ravens are coming in here after the bye week coming up next. So. Yeah, uh, look, it's not nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Everyone's playing for 
what they're playing for, their eye on the postseason. Jags are going to have to regroup and come out and you know basically come close to running the table if they want to be playoff relevant. Uh, they're going to certainly have to beat the Ravens to get rolling here. And we talked about it, JP. The, the Jags needed to score early in this football game. They had the opportunity. I, I got to say this for the Jaguar Radio Network listening audience. JP Shadrick, <laughs> he, did, he had the best call in nine years of doing this with you. He goes, the Jags are onside kicking today. He goes, and on a, I don't know exactly what you said, but you said something to the effect of, you know, maybe it's going to be one of those ones where Patterson just goes up there and rolls it to himself. And, I mean, not ten seconds later, that's exactly what happened. I think I said play. it was like, hey, they need, like, to steal some possessions. I know, be aggressive. but, I mean. Maybe it's an onside kick. Maybe it's a fake field but goal. But you even maybe said the onside and... kick with the roller, and uh, <laughs> like, wow, that that was a great call by you. I didn't so. know anything. I was just Squandered figured... opportunity, though, for, yeah. uh, for the Jags as they got the ball and uh, were unable to do anything with it, you know, and it, I think that takes the wind out of your sails, just like at the end of the half, you right. You get the field or the, the field goal opportunity after the fumble recovery, you are flying high. If you make that kick right there. I mean, they, on their first three offensive possessions, right? The first one was after the onside kick. Mm -hmm. The second one was after the fumble recovery. The next one was after Kansas city scored their opening touchdown to make it seven, nothing. Those three, drives were each under three minutes didn't have the ball at all I mean right. it was five plays punt four plays punt three three and out I mean you can't do anything so you you kind of stole a possession but all it amounted to was running about two minutes off the clock that's it right and it, it did nothing it didn't wear down the Kansas City defense it didn't have any real effect other than to shorten the game by two minutes which you know had it played out a different way might have mattered but Obviously, played out the way it did, and they just could not get that offense going, JP. I wonder if they just decided they were going to really rely more on the passing game today anyway, you know, because Travis Etienne had such a big workload in the last couple of weeks, but it was pretty clear there weren't that many great holes for him. I thought the Kansas City defensive line did a nice job there. He ended up averaging 4.1 yards a pop on 11 carries, but for only 45 yards, uh, his lowest usage in several weeks, and uh, he'll have many more big days ahead, to be sure. Chris Jones was, um, you know, mentioned a lot uh, today Too for much. Kansas City, and that's never a good thing if you're trying to block him. Well, yeah, and I mean, really, you look back to last week, and you compare this team, the Jags, the, the team they have to get past in the division is the Tennessee Titans, right? And and Tennessee neutralized Chris Jones for a large portion of that game last week, and that's in large part why they stayed in that game as long as they did. They held the lead into the fourth quarter uh, until Patrick Mahomes turned on the magic. But, uh, you know, look, Kansas City's a good team. We knew they were going to be tough to beat, but I feel like the Jags squandered a lot of opportunities today. I'm not saying they were the better team. Give credit to the Chiefs. They won, and had they been pushed, maybe could have done more if they needed to. But uh, – would have liked to have seen them take advantage of the opportunities that they did have today. How about this this Vikings-Bills game? Uh, Cousins was ruled down at the one on fourth down, so Bills had the ball from their own one with the lead. Well, Josh Allen fumbled the snap. It was recovered in the end zone for a touchdown for the Vikings to take the lead with 41 seconds left in the game. Unbelievable. That, is, that really is unbelievable. I, I thought I was, I was trying to watch out of the corner of my eye 
there. I wasn't sure if they were trying to say somebody got stuffed for a safety or what the deal was. So they score a defensive yes. touchdown. Unbelievable. In the last minute of the game right there. <laughs> now and- 41 seconds and the Bills are out of timeouts and they're going to get the ball back down three all of a sudden. Yeah, by the way, from what I could tell today, we saw some highlights. Uh, Josh Allen looked like he threw the ball fine. He didn't look like he was too encumbered by the uh, the elbow injury. He did get the start today, but uh, – yeah. Oh, now they're down three thirty-six seconds left. We'll see if he can do the old Patrick Mahomes deal. That's what nearly three times as much time as Mahomes had to get in field goal position in the postseason last year against them. We'll see if they can do something against Minnesota here. Plenty ahead. We're standing by to hear from head coach Doug Peterson in Kansas City after a Jaguars loss to the Chiefs today, twenty-seven seventeen. The final score. PRI Productions, the Southeast full-service event company, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com and learn more. This is Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars locker room. The Jags fall to a record of 3-7, and and Kansas City is now 6 Excuse me, seven and two in this 2022 campaign. Doug Peterson now with Bucky Brooks in Kansas City. Bucky, coach, thoughts on a tough performance against the Kansas City Chiefs today? Missed opportunities, I think, is the name of the game. Um, three takeaways, uh, an onside kick to start the game, and only seven points, I think, to show for it. So, and then you know, two missed field goals. And so for me, it's uh, and this is what I what I shared with the team after the game. When you're when you're playing good football teams or going against good football teams, and you have that many opportunities, um, you got to capitalize. You, you've got to score points, and and we didn't do that today. And so for me, you know, you could talk about all the other things that we didn't do well. That's what this game comes down to, right? We we created turnovers, uh, we got extra possessions offensively. You know, we had we had points really taken off the board went from a touchdown to a field goal, you know, and things like that that just can't, you know, you can't, you can't do those things um, and expect to win. You, you, you talked about special teams. It, it appeared from the jump. Special teams came up big. Was that part of the plan to be very aggressive in the kicking game if you had opportunity? Yeah, we wanted to take advantage of it, you know, and, and it's something that, uh, um, you know, we worked on during the week. And, and Heath and I, uh, you know, uh, of course, Heath had a plan. And, and when he presented it to me and, and I was like, I was all on board, you know, with, with – uh, um, you know, the onside kick to start the game and just a well-executed play, you know, but um, we've got to capitalize. That's that's a great opportunity for us to, to go down and, and get, get three, possibly a touchdown, and, um, you know, take a little momentum, you know, away from them there early in the game. You know, you talked about the turnovers. The defense appeared to kind of settle in, particularly in the se- second half. What was the key to kind of slowing down their offense? Number one, you gotta you got to contain – Patrick Mahomes, you got to keep him in the pocket or at least in a position to where uh, he doesn't get a chance to run around and have great vision down the field and, and, and find, you know, some wide open guys. And, you know, there were still some big plays made, but I, I think for the most part um, we were able to do that. You know, in the second half we got off the field. We forced him to punt a couple times. The takeaways were, were critical. Uh, obviously defense was, was physical, played played good at times. And But, again, you know, it, it's it's – doesn't do you any good if you the offense doesn't go down. That's that complimentary aspect we talked about even last week, right? And uh, we just didn't have that today. So in heading into the bye week, what do you take from this performance to try and work on to get back so when we see the Jaguars the next time, they're back on track and maybe they're performing better? Well, as, as a staff, I mean, we've got to look at everything. You know, we've got to go back and reevaluate everything that we're doing. 
um, you know, in all three phases and, and, and really see if, um, you know, there's some, there's some changes that can be made, you know, uh, whether it's in the scheme, you know, uh, people need to play more, play less, whatever it is. This is a time to kind of do that. And for the players, it's a time to get, get healthy, get fresh, kind of get rejuvenated for the back half of our, you know, or the back uh, third of our season. Um, because everything's still in front of us. I mean, it's not like, you know, I still, at three and seven, it sounds bad, but with seven games to go, if you go on a run and you end up, mm-hmm. let's say you end up 10 and seven, you know, you got a chance to go to the postseason still. So that's got to be our focus. You know, that's got to be our goal as we uh, as we, we go into the bye. Cool. Well, best of luck to you. Enjoy the bye week. We'll see you before the Raisins. All right. Thanks a lot. Cool. All right, that's uh, head coach Doug Peterson with Bucky Brooks. We'll take a timeout. The highlights ahead. The Jaguars fall in week 10 to the Kansas City Chiefs. 27-17, the Jags fall to a record of 3-7. The Chiefs now 7-2. That was the Locker Room Report presented by Baptist Health and the Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute, the official sports medicine provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back to Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Jaguars fall in week 10, 27-17. The final Chiefs now 7-2. The Jaguars 3-7 on the season. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, no Fred Taylor today. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jags, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. Let's get to the highlights from today's game. Frank Franzi with a call on Jaguars Radio. The Jaguars, the sneaky Jaguars, with an onside kick to open the game. They recover it, but unfortunately have to punt the ball away. First Kansas City possession. Running back Isaiah Pacheco fumbled the ball, forced by Rayshon Jenkins. Devin Lloyd with a recovery, but again, the Jaguars can't do anything with it offensively. They have to punt for a second time. Kansas City. Back on the field for their second possession. Five plays, 80 yards, just over two and a half minutes. And Patrick Mahomes into the end zone. Play fake. Mahomes looks. Now he fires it out to the right side. Caught by Kadarius Toney, who tight ropes the sideline and walks into the end zone. He was uncovered. He just had to stay in bounds, and he did. It's an easy touchdown for the Kansas City Chiefs, and they strike first. He hopped on his right leg about seven times from the 10-yard line, down the sideline, through the end zone, to the back line of the end zone on one leg, and it was 7-0 Kansas City with the lead. Jaguars go three and out. Kansas City punts. The Jaguars have a chance for a 51-yard field goal, but Riley Patterson missed it, and it was still 7-0. Chiefs back on offense. Starting at the 41-yard line after the missed field goal, so a short field, Mahomes finding a wide receiver this time for another touchdown. Play fake, Mahomes drops, steps forward, fires, wide open in the back of the end zone. That's going to be a touchdown. Wide open pass to Marcus Valdez-Scantling, and the Chiefs have extended the lead here at Arrowhead. 18-yard touchdown, the extra point good, 14-0. Chiefs for the league, Jags go three and out again. Kansas City punts, Jaguars punt. Here comes Kansas City again. Mahomes to a backup tight end for another score. He dropped again, three-man rush this time for Jacksonville. Look, fires toward the end zone, wide open in the corner of the end zone. I mean, wide open was Noah Gray, the tight end. 
And that'll be a touchdown as Kansas City has extended the lead. They missed the extra point, though, 20 to nothing. And all, all three touchdowns, as Frank said, wide open. And, yeah, it's about right. It was 20 nothing, all Kansas City. The Jaguars, though, did get something going on the next drive. Two-minute situation. They go five plays, 61 yards, and... Christian Kirk on the receiving end from Trevor. Dropping and gets a blitz. Trevor fires. That ball is going to be in the corner of the end zone. Caught for the touchdown. Christian Kirk got both feet down, and the Jags score late in the half. Well, the extra point good, 20-7. Kansas City with the lead. Ensuing kickoff return was fumbled by Kansas City. Jaguars recovered it and had a chance with a quick throw outside to the sideline to get out of bounds with a couple seconds left and that set up a 41 yard field goal try from Riley Patterson but he missed it. His second missed field goal of the first half but it was 20 to 7 at halftime. Kansas City with the lead. Jaguars open the second half with a 17 play 58 yard drive in just over nine minutes. Patterson did hit that field goal from 35 yards. 20 to 10 the score. Chiefs with the lead. And here come the Chiefs back on offense, starting to burn some clock. Just over five minutes off the game clock. And Mahomes to his favorite target in the third quarter. Mahomes drops the throw. Three-man rush. Fires left side. Caught by Kelsey. Into the end zone for the touchdown. He caught it, threw it to him right in the seam there, and he backed into the end zone. And another touchdown for the Kansas City Chiefs. Extra point good. Travis Kelsey on the receiving end. Seven-yarder. Ten plays, 75 yards. 27-10 Kansas City. The Jaguars have to punt it away on their next possession. Then back on offense, Kansas City, Mahomes moving the football down the field. But Andre Sisco comes through with the Kingfish Pest Control defensive play of the game. It's a blitz this time. Looking, he's hit, stays on his feet, keeps scrambling, stays alive, goes to Mahomes, now he fires it downfield. That ball's picked off. It is intercepted by Andre Sisco running it back, steps out of bounds. What a game he has had. He picks it off and runs it back to around the 46-yard line. Public enemy number one in Kansas City today, Andre Sisco with the interception, the Kingfish Pest Control defensive play of the game. Let the pros tackle the pest in your home by going to kingfishpest.com. That's kingfishpest.com. The Jaguars do cash that in, though. Lawrence for the second time for Christian Kirk. 5.32 to play. Third and three from the 19 of Kansas City. Trailing 27-10, dropping four-man rush. Trevor looks. Fires toward the end zone. That ball is going to be caught for the touchdown. Christian Kirk hitting to the end zone for the score. Great catch by Christian Kirk on the right side of the end zone to bring it in and then roll around and hang on to possession. And the Jaguars on the board, but down 10 after the extra point, 27-17. That would be it. No more chances for the Jaguars. That's how it sounded today on Jaguars Radio. We're back in a moment with the Vice Star Final Stats. Plenty more ahead. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, glad you're along with us. Final score, Chiefs 27, Jaguars 17. The Chiefs now 7-2. The Jaguars move to 3-7. And, and this is Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars Radio Network. J.P. Shadrick with Mike Dempsey. No Fred Taylor today. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. The Chiefs over the Jags 27-17. And let's take a look at the Vistar final stats. Jaguars game day radio is brought to you by Vistar Credit Union. Do good. Bank better. Well, the Chiefs have the advantage in many of the areas today. First downs 26-17. They outgained the Jaguars 
Total yardage today, 486 to 315. Rushing yards, 155 for the Chiefs, 75 for the Jags. 331 passing for Kansas City, 240 for Jacksonville. Penalties, 5 for 30 yards against the Jaguars. Some key moments as well. The ineligible man downfield took a touchdown off the board for the Jags. Uh, Five penalties, 30 yards. No penalties for Kansas City in the game. The Chiefs turned it over three times to the Jaguars today. And time of possession just barely in favor of the Jags, 31 minutes, 39 seconds in the game. And as you mentioned off the top, Mike, you know, an onside kick that you recovered to start the game, three takeaways as a team today, and, um, yeah, they they lose by 10. Well, you look at the team stats, 4-14 on third down. That killed them. That's not good. It just killed them. And you had those three possessions early, JP, they're all under three minutes in length, right? And that was it. You couldn't sustain – drives early in the football game so you know some of that goes on Trevor Lawrence to be sure um had the big drop early on but uh, just offensively took a while to get in gear you you would have if they could have scored on that opening drive even I wonder what the game might have played out like but uh, who knows you know Kansas City also reached a point where they're in the lead as long as we don't mess this thing up we're probably going to win this football game, even with the turnovers that we had. So who knows if you force them to kick it into gear, they're a team that's very capable of doing it. Trevor Lawrence on the day, 29 of 40, 259, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked five times, had a quarterback rating of 106.1. Patrick Mahomes, however, 26 of 35, 331, four touchdowns. He threw the interception. He'll shrug that off with his quarterback rating of 129. Point six. Travis Etienne, a light workload day for him after back-to-back weeks where he accumulated 51 carries, 11 for 45. Uh, Trevor Lawrence chipping in with four for 26. Isaiah Pacheco had 16 carries for 82 yards, a 5.1 yards per clip average. Uh, no rushing touchdowns in the game today. For the Jaguars, Christian Kirk, nine catches on 12 targets for 105 yards, scored the two touchdowns. Several of those catches are the acrobatic variety. Zay Jones, Chipped in mightily today with eight grabs of his own for 68 yards. Nobody else had more than three catches for Jacksonville. Travis Kelsey, only seven targets on the day. So I don't know if it's something defensively that the Jags were doing to present some looks to take him away because you would think with no McCole Hardman, no Juju Smith-Schuster for a large portion of the game, Kelsey would get more looks there. Six for 81, he ended up catching on those seven targets for a score or including a score. Marquez Valdez-Scantling at three for 60 and a touchdown. Kadarius Toney, four for 57 and a touchdown. Noah Gray caught two for 20 and, yes, a touchdown as well. Uh, Foye Oluokin led the way for the Jags, seven tackles, all of those of the solo variety and not a single sack registered by this pass rush. And we said that was going to be something uh, to see if they could, you know, you want to keep Mahomes in the pocket. You got to pressure him. You eventually got to get him on the ground a few times as well, and they are unable to do that today. There you have it. The uh, Vice Star final stats, final score: Chiefs twenty-seven, Jaguars seventeen. An update on the Vikings Bills game. It is in overtime. The Vikings kicked a field goal with about three and a half minutes left in overtime, so the Bills got the football. There have been two long runs for Josh Allen to get into field goal range, at least, with now the two-minute warning of overtime. And the Bills are within striking distance of touchdown would win the game for the Bills. We'll keep you posted on that game as we move along as well. Some good football up in Buffalo today. Two really good football teams, the Vikings and the Bills. We're back in a moment. Jaguars Radio Network player of the game voting still to come. 
And this is Jaguars Post Game on Jaguars Radio. Jaguars Post Game presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Final score at Arrowhead, Chiefs 27, Jaguars 17. The Chiefs now 7-2, the Jags fall to 3-7, and, and the bye week coming up next week. An update on that Vikings-Bills game in overtime inside two minutes. Josh Allen throws an interception in the end zone. The Vikings win with an overtime field goal, and then hold on on defense with a pick so the Vikings get the win on the road in front of Bills Mafia. I think a lot of people questioning the Vikings' record because they've won so many close games, scraping by, and a lot of them, their only loss is to Philadelphia. And now they've beaten the Bills in Buffalo, and Josh Allen played and threw for over 300 yards in this game despite the fact that his elbow wasn't 100%. Minnesota is just going out there and getting the job done Week after week after week, this is a big win for Kirk Cousins, who does. I know it's not a primetime game, but he has not always risen to the occasion in the biggest moments. They are running away with the NFC North, by the way. They really are. I mean, they won again today, and Detroit was three and six, so they're they're in second place. That's uh, that's a runaway right now in the North. Uh, of course, here in the AFC South, the Titans got a win today. The Colts have just kicked off. They have an early lead on Las Vegas. The Jaguars fell, and the Texans fell today as well. Hey, let's get the Jaguars Radio Network player of the game voting. I get a vote. Mike gets a vote. Fred's not here today, but Tony Smith gets the vote and a half to break any deadlocks. And I'm going to start with Christian Kirk today. Are you? I am. Uh, targeted, what, 12 times in the game had a, a pretty nice total of catches today. Goes over 100 yards, has a couple touchdowns. Yes, he had a key drop on the opening drive after the onside kick that would have put the Jags in the red zone. Uh, but, yeah, 12 targets, nine catches, 105, two touchdowns. Um, hard to argue, at least in my view. Uh, I think there's one player that you can make an argument for, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it just to give somebody some recognition. So I'm going to take the drama out of it. I could – vote for that guy and put it in Tony Smith's hands. But I do think Christian Kirk deserves it overall, so I don't want to take the risk that Tony will agree with me yeah. <laughs> for the other guy. Okay. Yeah, so, right. yeah, nine for 105, two touchdowns. This is what you kind of envisioned. Christian Kirk had been on a pace, JP, for about 1,100 yards and nine scores this year. This will bump him up probably, I'm guessing, maybe closer to 1,200 yards and maybe double-digit touchdowns is the pace he's probably on in his first season here in Jacksonville so uh, you know when the dust settles he's getting the job done all right Tony Smith you have a lame duck vote yeah it should have let me go first and then there would have been some drama <laughs> in this because I would have voted for Andre Cisco yeah regardless of what you guys voted for I, I think that when we return we'll wrap it up and preview a game two weeks from now, the Jaguars and the Ravens. The bye week coming up this week. Jaguars fall in week 10 in Kansas City. 27-17 the final. Chiefs over the Jags. And this is Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars postgame is presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today. Official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Final score, 27-17. The Chiefs over the Jags, J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey. Well, uh, hey, it's the bye week coming up. 
Jake could have had it right after the London game, but uh, we're pushing to have a couple extra weeks of the season go by, and uh, they got that, of course, from the league. And now week 11 is the bye week to, to rest up, and then here we go, Ravens, Lions coming up after that, and then the Cowboys come to town, and, you know, it, it's what it is. It's going to be a difficult stretch run here with two games against the Titans as well down the stretch, of course. So the next uh, few games, bye week this week, Ravens at home, at the Lions, at the Titans, and then the Cowboys come here. Uh, and then it's at New York on Christmas week, Thursday night, short week, at Houston, home against Tennessee. That's None of those run. are easy. No. Be, I mean, Houston's not good, but they have had the Jags number nine in a row. We know the Titans are tough, uh, you know, head-to-head. Uh, Detroit is a plucky team, man. You know, they, they – hung around today and Justin Fields is running all over him again got to be the most yards in back-to-back games in NFL history by a quarterback I know he set the record for a single game last week in the regular season at least but despite that Detroit came back and won that football game and uh, they beat Green Bay last week so they're feeling good about themselves right now I mean I think the simplest thing to do they need to put it out of their mind for a few days and when they come back it's laser focus on one thing containing Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens because, I I mean, JP, I think the likelihood is so small that they're going to make the postseason at this point anyway, but you lose that and it's basically done. Uh, Just got to find a way to to scrape one together. And I'll say this, I thought the Jags did a nice job on Travis Kelsey overall today. And again, I'm going to have to rely on guys like Jeff Logman who break down the film to really know – whether or not it was something that they imposed on him or if Patrick Mahomes is just looking elsewhere and Kelsey was getting open. But the one main threat you got to worry about with the Ravens in the past game is Mark Andrews, provided that he is playing. Now, Isaiah likely the rookie is coming on a little bit as well, but he only really gets a lot of reps when Andrews is out. Andrews missed this past game. Uh, Ravens on a bye this week, so we'll see if two weeks is enough to get him back on the field with a multiple uh, set of injuries. And then they're going to try to run the ball down your throat because they don't have the outside guys to beat you deep uh, and do it consistently. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We know what the challenge is going to be. We'll see if the Jaguars' defense particularly is up to it. Bi-week plans, full slate of shows. What do you got? Uh, Well, um, hoping to take off uh, Friday, Monday coming up. Uh, but I'm still doing my Sirius XM stuff. So I said, like, I do Sirius XM like every day. I got, I got a Friday show. I got a Saturday show, but all day Sunday, don't you dare get in touch with me. Lose my number. All right. <laughs> <I> am, <laughs> first full day I've had off all season. I am ready to go. We will have, uh, of course, a Jaguars drive time tomorrow morning on Jaguars.com and then Jaguars happy hour in the afternoon, 4 to 6. Prisco and Baselli breaking it down. You guys will be on in the morning. Uh, 10 to noon all week long. Jaguars today reacting to this one tomorrow with the Jaguars former quarterback David Garrard. Of course, Tony Smith who's there with me every single day chronicling what comes with the Jags. What came today was a loss. 27-17. The Chiefs over the Jaguars in week number 10. That'll do it For those on our flagship station, 1010XL, stick around. The scoreboard show is next. Bucky Brooks might chime in. We'll see what the travel schedule is about in Kansas City. For those on the network outside of Jacksonville, you can also join us on our social media channels, Jaguars Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Your call's coming up. Patrick Cavanaugh is the VP of Production, Executive Producer Dave DeCandis, Manager of Radio Joe Fortunato, Linda Fortunato, and Tony Smith are our studio producers. 
Brent Reber, Trent Padilla, Gabby Dalton, David Joe, produce our videos for Jaguars.com. For Mike Dempsey, Bucky Brooks, and our entire crew, this is J.P. Shadrick saying goodnight. Final score, Chiefs 27, Jaguars 17 on the Jaguars radio network. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.